This is Offensive Vitamin Z being brought to you by Zaid. Thank y'all for tuning in. We got some things I wanted to discuss. Season 16, episode 1. I wanted to talk a little bit about investments and money mentality real quick. And I ain't going to be talking about nothing that I'm not doing myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, in generally, most things that, like, previously I would discuss on here, that's not tangible like money. Like, let's say more philosophical. Philip. Damn. Philosophical or more like on a personality like uh, growth basis. I was talking about consistency, for example, but I was talking about like real struggles with that. Anything that I'm talking about, I'm talking about it because I'm going through it too. So this is certain things I wanted to share to somebody, maybe same path as me, maybe somebody way ahead of me, good for you, or somebody that like is a bit unclear on these terms. I just want to share certain things that I've learned in terms of investments and just a money mentality. And I think the first thing I want to start this off with is like, shit, wait, this is the, this is the headphone. And this is the microphone. Okay, we need this not to move. We need this. Fuck, why did it just move again? Okay, let me skip this ad. And they can have the camera shaking too, damn. Um, yeah, so only certain things that my family and I have done that should help benefit every family. Because here's the idea. I read this quote the other day, and it says that poor people spend money, middle class, uh, save but the rich invest and the younger you are and the earlier you do it the better you set yourself in a position so investment comes in is this even even is this even even hmm. okay so the first thing was i started uh, with the app called Weeble. let me pull that up Weeble was an app for stocks and actually when you signed up with them and put in like your first 50 bucks i think they give you two free stocks So yeah, you have like a little like like a watch list type of thing and you get to scroll and like look at your shit um, and you transfer money from your bank account to the app and then from there you get the option to buy your stocks. I use that which Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett, is that his name? Yeah. What he suggested to do was buy things and products you already use. And Ashton Kutcher said the same thing. And he might be an actor like for a lot of y'all, but he's actually way better as an investor in a tech person. He's a very smart person, but he's like an actor. And... One of the things he said, for example, was let's say you were a stalker at like a grocery store. Look at the products that are flying off the shelf. Look at what you're constantly stalking. Look at these brands. Look at these companies. Study these products and invest in them. And so that's what I started doing was look at shit that I own. Like why are you going to buy Apple products if you don't own Apple stock? Why are you going to buy a pair of Nike shoes if you don't own Nike stock? And the thing is, something that I learned also with crypto, you don't need to have, let's say, $100. Let's say the stock of Apple is $160. You don't need $160 to buy one share. If you have twenty dollars, you can buy part of a share and put in that. Excuse me, you can put in that twenty dollars. So every extra fifty you have, you can put towards that, and so you get one whole share. So that's the great thing about this app. Is like, let's say I got like fifty extra bucks. I go on here on the Weibo app, and I'll put like I want a little bit of this, a little bit, a little bit of that, and I bought things that I use. I looked at around me, and it's like, okay, let me buy this, let me buy that. Um, just regular companies and products that I'm already using. I bought, you know, always had to go to cars, so I bought to go to stock. And then I started to do more research and let's say like, for example, like a company like Lucid, they really want to compete against Tesla. And um, them and Rivian is another um, electric vehicle company also. And it looks very promising. So I bought, you know, a couple of stocks of theirs and just hold on to it and see what happens. And again, most of these things are like more on a long-term basis. I think yeah, like Warren Buffett always likes, always values the idea of holding something like super long term of like 
for years and such because you want to look at things not anything that's in a short-term game is going to carry more risk but the earlier you start the longer you plan on holding on, on holding these assets holding these things the better it is for you in the long run <clears throat> excuse me let me go back to my notes so Webull, that's one app I, I suggest to get started with just like basic things you know what i'm saying i'm not no like stock expert i'm only sharing like what i know what i do because if you always going to be setting money aside to like in a savings where well, that money never works and with like inflation and shit your money can be worth nothing so it's great to use money to get other things that are worth more than money and the other investment uh is that shaking no it's crypto so with crypto the thing is like left light left light sitting on the corner was dying the bottom left light okay the other one is like this with crypto so before i was always skeptical because it's like a lot of hype about anything with hype i'm usually like i don't like getting into and just because there's always so much noise and it's better just to wait till the noise you know quiets down a bit and with crypto when i started to understand it more on a political level not a financial level it made more sense to me the idea of somebody looking at like the recession somebody looking at banks and governments and looking at these like motherfuckers and thinking you know what fuck them find something create something decentralized that goes peer-to-peer -peer, that's you know it's on a blockchain it's like almost like it's got it's like it's public domain and it's not gonna rely because what is money is the idea, right? That's the trouble with people have with this. It's like, well, the dollar bill in your pocket at one point was a foreign idea. Before people only bartered for goods. You know, you had a couple pineapples, had a couple coconuts, and we switched. But the idea of taking like copper coins and silver coins and shit like that and using it to say, well, one silver coin is equal to three loaves of bread. Uh, two copper coins gets you, you know, a couple eggs and shit like that. That was all foreign and new. And we've been sort of on that system for a very long time. So the idea of something like crypto, what it does to like the worth of our, of our dollar, of our euro, of our pound and shit like that. I mean, something could happen to a government or to that money, it could be worth nothing. Like, look at Venezuela. You could be a millionaire in Venezuela, millionaire, only because of the hyperinflation that it has. So with something like crypto, it's just a different form of currency. So think about it on a political level, that's like it's a big fuck you card. And think about it in the future when like money and currency on the idea of we know it backed by, you know, it's not our dollar, you know, not really backed by gold, the Federal Reserve, but it's not, it can't be. It's not even that much fucking gold for it to be backed by that. So those things could be toppled and could change like that. That's why having money, have a bunch of money in the bank doesn't really do much. It's not really a good thing to have. You need to have a diversified uh, portfolio. You need to have your eggs spread across. You need to have some stocks. You need to have some crypto. Uh, gold, like on like a little bit of a tangible thing. But land, you know, like Snoop Dogg says, Snoop Dogg once said, if you don't own land, you don't really own anything. So real estate comes back into the other investment. That's the last one that obviously each one has different levels. Like having a hundred dollars in stocks is not the same thing as having a hundred thousand. Having a thousand dollars in crypto is not the same as having 50,000. So obviously little by little, you constantly buying a little bit of something, you are doing your research. I, when in terms of crypto, I bought Ethereum. It looks like the best coin out there. It looks like a long-term basis thing. There's so many uh, things you could do on it. A lot of tokens, a lot of coins, um, the, the, uh, other cryptos are on the Ethereum blockchain. So that's really great about it. And the way I was told from a friend, and uh, it was a couple actually, one of them is like a financial advisor, they kind of do these things. Um, the way I was told when it came to Ethereum was that there was a video that I got that created Ethereum, really young dude too. And he was basically comparing a pocket calculator and a smartphone. So you know how your smartphone says like that, 
the earliest iPhones, they have like the calculator app within them. He was basically comparing Bitcoin and Ethereum on that same scale. Like Bitcoin was the pocket calculator and Ethereum was the smartphone. And that smartphone Ethereum had that pocket calculator within it. So that made a lot of sense to me. And I was like, okay, so bought a little bit of Bitcoin, bought a little bit of Ethereum. There's another one called Mana, M-A-N-A. -A. I think it's called Decentraland. And that one was recommended by Join from Group 82 Music because he had heard that in the metaverse conversation, this is a token that people can use for a lot of digital real estate and metaverse things. It's like a currency token. So that's why I bought that one a little bit too. And um, yeah, little by little, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of what they call like meme coins, like the Elon Musk, like Dogecoin, shit like that. That's not necessarily like a long-term investment as it is with something like Ethereum, something like Mana. So it's better to always do your own research, do what you're comfortable with. I'm just sharing what I've done with my own money, but you, of course, always free to do what you want with your money. In terms of back to the stock thing, Acorns is a great app I use because you can put in your extra change and have like your own little portfolio. Uh, you can do your checking account with them. I got a debit card with them recently. Even though debit is not best to use, you, it should be smart with credit and you get rewards with credit. And as long as you're responsible enough to always be on time with your shit and pay your bills and everything, they use credit, but you're not getting no money back with debit. So it's best to use something like credit. But just to have another account and to another place to store a little bit of money, I got a checking account with them. You can even do your IRA your your Roth or traditional IRA with them too and your your investment so you can give them the type of portfolio you're looking for um, you look and then they'll give you like a scale depending on how much you decide to save away a week with them let's say ten dollars twenty dollars a hundred dollars and the extra change you do from your purchases and then what type of account you want a conservative moderately conservative um, you know how, how risky you want your thing to look like it can give you like a little chart and it'll tell you at 60 or 50 or 40 years old how much money you would have invested with them and then how much money you possibly might make and how much you can take out so that's a great option too because if you put in your money again putting your money in your savings at a bank account that bank ain't doing nothing for your savings versus this it could be grown and if you need to like get access to it you can and you only pay taxes on the money that you make so if you put in 100 bucks and over two years you know that turns into like let's say 220 you only pay on the 120 dollars profit so that's like that's another good option too is to use like an acorns type situation Robinhood. i think is another similar app as well but i've never used it personally so i don't really don't know about it but you know again pay yourself first like warren buffett says pay yourself first when you get your paycheck and shit like that pay yourself first take that saving you have to be able to save you gotta spend, right? Because you got bills to pay and shit. And then after that, you gotta invest and you gotta donate too. I think we always forget about the investment and the donation aspect. People wanna save and spend, but they don't want, and some people don't even save, they're just constantly spending. But some of the most richest and most, I wanna say, blessed people I know in terms of financially speaking, a lot of times are the biggest givers also. And I think that a lot of times in life we forget that, that sometimes what we want most is the shit we have to give out the most. What we wanna receive, we have to give. And it's like, you want love, you want good vibes, you want positive energy, you gotta give out that shit. Sometimes the, I know, sometimes the people I know that receive the most of that are the biggest givers of it in the first place. So whatever you want, be that person and give it out first and watch that shit come back and return to you. So I see, I think, I think money works in a similar way where if you do give and you do shit and you care, that shit is gonna come back. And um, savings, cost of living. Yeah, it's always a matter of not necessarily how much you make, but how much you keep. For example, a lot of people that make six figures in the U.S. are spending damn near most of the salary. You make a hundred thousand, you spend ninety a year, versus somebody that say like makes twenty five somewhere but only spends twelve hundred. He's keeping ten in his pocket every year. You know what I'm saying? So it's about what you keep, not how much you make, because you get so accustomed to the habit of once you start making forty, fifty thousand, 
that you are, let's say, driving a Honda, you're living in a studio apartment, and when you make it six figures, you're driving a BMW, Mercedes, you're living in a big house, big mortgage, big car payment, big more insurance, more utilities, more in bills, you're not wearing the same clothes no more, you're not shopping at Ross, you're shopping very fancy names, you're not eating at IHOP anymore, you're getting brunch at fancy places, paying 12 bucks for avocado toast and shit. So you are making more money and you're constantly every habit, every aspect of your life, you're increasing too. Whereas if you get accustomed to living on a certain salary and make side hustles and make money coming from different places, then you can just keep exactly what you have. Live on a certain accustomed lifestyle because shit goes up and down the waves, you know what I'm saying? You might get fired, this might happen. That's like a, a lot of trouble issues. And when you get accustomed to living off, I know I need 30,000 to live. I know me and my family need this and this and this amount. And you can live it and be comfortable within that and everything extra. Again, you save it, you invest it, and you donate it. And you move on with that money and try to grow with it. So, yeah, overall management, acorns, people, Coinbase. I use Coinbase uh, for, uh, for crypto. It's easy to set up with them. Um, it's a big platform to buy too. It's very, and I get a ledger too. So the thing with crypto actually, if you're worried about security and shit like that and you buy a certain amount, you can put it on a ledger. Okay, I thought it was gonna burn. Ledger, I think is the name of the company, but what it's called is like a hard wallet. It's called cold storage. So it's offline. Once you get, you have, that has like a little code and your account on Coinbase has a code and there's like a send receive option and all you do is put in the code of your ledger. You have to be very careful, very accurate because one number off and it could send that crypto to somebody random Russia or somewhere and there's no way of getting that crypto back. So you get your ledger, ledger, nano S, nano X. I think one of them, there's two different versions that you can get and it's like 60 bucks and you take it from your coinbase account you put it on that and that's it no one can touch it no one can get access to it you get like a little code that goes along with it don't lose it though because they don't even give it back to you and um yeah if you ever lose that ledger you have like an access code like a 24 word uh, type of uh, sequence that you can give to them so you can get back access to it so that's a great way to keep cold storage you know it's offline no one can like hack into it or something unless they steal physically your ledger and yeah the same thing with this music thing it's like i'm not trying to necessarily create rap music to become the most famous person in the world but if i can do something i'm passionate about and i love and increase with it and in return it creates a catalog that can produce let's say a 500 a thousand 1500 people that stream it constantly and that makes me an extra 10 20 000 a year i'll take it you know what I'm saying? That's an extra source of revenue, that's an extra source of income. And most millionaires have like six, seven, I think the average is it's like seven streams of income. Um, because if you have one, well, one is very close to zero. You know what I'm saying? Anything could happen if you have one source of income, anything could happen to that, and boom, you're back down to zero. But if you got seven, something else happens, you maneuver and you keep on going. Especially if you're already, again, like I said, accustomed to a certain lifestyle and you know what your expenses are. When something does shift in your income or something like that, it's not like you can't afford your bills or nothing like that. So for me, I see music also like as that like type of investment, especially when we're talking about something as powerful as hip hop. I think it's a beautiful thing universally, and I really do hope to continue with it and carry out with it. And it's something I learned like from Russ is building a catalog. He built up a huge catalog. He had like 11 projects out and still like 500 fans, like like me, like I'm my six projects in, but I don't even have like 400 followers on social media accounts. And he was at a level of like 500 and 
then spent like almost another two years of putting singles out. And little by little, he was increasing, getting streams, getting people to listen to his music. And he was just constantly putting out a song every single week. And then he had like a project ready, waiting for that first little blow up, that first little spike. And then releasing that project right away. Because he said, when you constantly feed him music, no person that we're a fan of musically, right? Let's say you love Drake, you love Adele, Lady Gaga, whatever your favorite artist, you're not disappointed when they release more music. You get excited when your favorite artist release more music. So that's his like game plan and I like that. That's what I'm trying to do is to gain my experience, gain my technical ability, my music making ability, my rapping ability, songwriting, all these different aspects that comes from making a shit ton of music. You gotta get a lot of the bullshit out of the way to start getting to the good shit. And that's what I'm like trying to do. And building that catalog up, then allows like a platform when you search somebody and you do come across one of my songs and you go into my catalog like oh he's got a lot of work out all right fucking cool because he said you get excited when you search somebody up that you heard a great song from them and then when you find them you find a lot of music that you can dive into and you can find three four or five songs that you really fuck with from that person Ooh, this is what i want to talk about adele 30 the title why 30 i remember when she did the carpool karaoke with that uh british comedian james Corden. i think his name is she was like um yeah i'm not doing that was after 25 came out she's like yeah i'm not doing the age thing no more uh, i believe in trilogies and james was like so disappointed he's like no i thought we we're still gonna be like jim to like adele 84 or some shit like that he said and then she sold out she put out adele 30 i was like oh what the fuck it's still it's still dope though i listened to it the other day i granted i did fall asleep the second run of it but it was like in the background i was like whoa this shit's fucking cool i gotta re-listen to it though uh i think i think it's definitely the best work the best uh she's put out i want to hear her i wrote this as soon as i heard it i was like i know i'm gonna share this on the podcast i said i want her to sing dumb stuff like grocery lists like her just be like singing like random objects and random things since the microphone no i just want to get this out yeah sing dumb stuff like grocery list items like you know she'd just be like chilling just be like i gotta go shopping get snickers skittles broccoli spinach. you know what i mean like dumb shit like that like i could just see her sing like 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 basic journal thoughts you know what i mean like i went on a run today yeah, that's pretty much all i wanted to say investments and money mentality just Change shifting the way you look at things and shifting the way that you are perceiving things. It's not just about oh let me like have cool shit. And again, if you can keep more of your money and then put that money to work, because if you don't put money to work, like Warren Buffett said, if you don't put it to work, you are gonna be constantly working for that money. And if you're constantly chasing something, working behind something, you are attached to that thing. That thing owns you. But when you control that money, you know it's like the saying goes. I think a French philosopher said this: money is a great it's a, uh, what is it? It's a great slave. When you put money to work, it's a great worker, it's a great slave, but it's a terrible master. When it has control over you, it fucks you up. But when you put it to work, it does wonders for you. So, and money attracts money, money, no money. So the second you start putting yourself like, like the other day, I like made 12 bucks off that Lucid stock. And like one day and I got so fucking excited. I was like, wow, I just made $12. Like, I don't have it physically in my pocket, but it's like, it's there. You know what I'm saying? 
it's just the mentality and it's just the game that the long-term journey that you're playing by starting young and early that's what i did and i encourage a lot of you to do it and i always feel like this is easiest to do when you do it with your family like have a conversation with your family and your you and your friends should not just be a group of friends that only get together to spend money you and your friends should be together that can get together and spit ideas and put money together and build together that's what y'all should be doing not necessarily just going out blowing shit away but looking at like you got 500 you got thousand you got this you got this you got that you know if we all put that together we could buy this and sell this and then we could split this and, the, and then make this much return on our original investment that's the type of mentality we should have with our closest people and friends and families looking at what we can create and build together not just what we can spend and destroy together you know what i'm saying so thank you so much for tuning in and i appreciate y'all for, uh, for listening check out zaid.com uh stream my music i, I really appreciate that zaid ufz on instagram search zaid on title title is Free right now the most basic version is free and they pay more for the artists on every stream a million streams on spotify gets you like four thousand dollars but a million streams on titles like 12 or thirteen thousand excuse me so go stream on music on title it's free why the fuck are you gonna use spotify and apple for five ten bucks a month but if you go to studio you get the five dollars off when you can just use title limited ad interruptions and um yeah shit and title the only one that's black owned too think about that that's jc shit right there um, so yeah, stream my shit on title, Zaid. Uh, the last project, Dictatorship Volume 2, if Laquito Palestino is coming out soon, then after that, early into next year, Filter Vitamin Z as a project will be coming out soon. That one is going to have a pre-save campaign. I'm already telling you right now, it's going to have a pre-save campaign. If you buy it for 8 bucks, I'm going to sell it to you for $7.99. You buy it for 8 bucks off iTunes or off my website, whatever, and I'm going to gift you when I got when I have getting CBD products. It's coming soon to my store on Zaid.com. When I got CBD products, I'm going to gift you some great CBD oil and pain CBD cream. Um, Painless, sorry, that's the whole idea. Not to give you pain, but to take away pain, help you with the pain. So yeah, be be on the lookout for that shit. And um, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, comment, like, subscribe, all that good shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, get any questions or like shit like that you want to share or whatever. Like DM me on ZUFC, always down for conversation. You know what I'm saying? Don't be afraid to say hello. And uh, thank you, appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye bye. This is that U of Z flow, yeah, yeah. This is that U of Z flow, this is that U of Z flow. What ain't